0: Great. So you've started your blog and you're even making a little bit of money. Now what? If you are looking at blogging for any kind of profit, running your blog like a business from the start will save you a major headache later. But setting things up can seem daunting, right? Hi, I'm Liz Stapleton, host of the Blogger Breakthrough Summit. Welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, I'm sharing some knowledge dropped by Eric Neisel, personal finance guru during the 2020 Blogger Breakthrough Summit. Let's go ahead and dive in.
1: There's just really no downside to starting off. As a full-blown business, as opposed to the other way around, when you have to, you know, start changing everything and start applying for EINs and starting to incorporate mid-year yeah. and do all that other crap.
0: Yeah, and let, I mean, I mean, there's a cost to it, right? But an EIN is free to get. Okay, how much? you know, if you're going to go the LLC route, which we'll touch on a little bit later, hmm. that's going to vary widely depending on where you're located. It could be yeah. thirty dollars to five hundred. So that yeah. just depends. Um, you know, a QuickBooks you know subscription fee is what 30 bucks a month depending on what
1: depending on get. who you know yeah depending um, on who you a know pro advisor you know who holds the uh, subscription for you or creates it for you making it for 50 percent off um unless you deal with and i dealt with these people before um my quote unquote um sales advisor with uh, my pro advisor side they're like oh we offer it five for five like five um deluxe version or whatever it was for $5 and you could go pay $5 for it and then charge your clients $50, the full price. I'm like, I'm not a douchebag. I'm not going to make money off my clients that way. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you have to know who you're dealing with, but, um, there are, there are going to be costs to everything, yeah. but a lot of times the costs are gonna be worth it.
0: Yeah. And it's one of those things that if you're, if you invest in it that way, you're more likely to take it serious as business. Yeah. Um, so that you're going to yes. start generating revenue probably faster just because of the motivation and mindset you're using. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so when you're starting out, you know, look at those things, but set up, like you said, a, a strong bookkeeping system.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm personally, I'm not, you know, married to any one, you know, thing. Yeah. Obviously, FreshBooks is not a real accounting program. They don't give you the bank reconciliations. They don't let you track assets and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, don't, don't, don't go with that. But if you're used to using a spreadsheet, yeah, use a spreadsheet. Fine too. Whatever's yeah, whatever's gonna keep you engaged and tracking your money, that's really what you need to use, you know?
0: Yeah. That way you can, you know, do your deductions and figure out your taxes and all that stuff. Um I've also been guilty of not reconciling for six months, which is also a bad news. I know, I know. I am like <laughs> I am like the prime example of what not to do. <laughs> But I'm working on it, and I'm getting better. <laughs> it's a process. But I also didn't start right, like you're suggesting. So right. you,
1: you didn't know. have this summit to you know, set you on the exactly, right path.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I'm trying to help others where I failed. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and another thing that's important when you're starting out, which I actually did do, very proud of, is separate bank accounts because yes. I didn't necessarily have a business account for the yeah. first couple of years, but I had a specific credit card I used just mm-hmm. for blogging stuff. I had a specific, I have multiple checking accounts. I'm in the personal finance space. I just, you know, specific checking account for stuff. So separate yeah. bank accounts can really help yeah. you in kind of keeping that separate and having that mindset as well. So how, yeah. how would you suggest, you know, how many separate bank accounts do you need? What would you suggest in that front?
1: I believe in simplicity. So you have one bank account for your checking, you know, your actual transactions. And then if you need one, have a savings account, you know, for like emergency funds, because even a business needs an emergency fund, you know, if you get sick and you are running your own business, you don't get PTO, pay time off. You don't get sick days. You don't get holidays, any of that other stuff. So you need to have, you know, a backlog to pay your, you know, if, you, if you're doing the escrow and you have salary, you want to have a, um, an emergency fund to maintain your salary. If you have an office that you work out of, you know, like a co-working space or whatever because you can't work at home because you have kids running around, stuff like that, you want to be able to have money to pay your co-working space and, you know, all that other stuff. So, you know, one checking account, one savings account. I can't stand people that have like 15,000 accounts and they transfer you know, money back and forth like 8,000 times a, a month because yeah. that creates more confusion. And you know, the more accounts and the more transactions you have, the more work go, that goes into it. So in reality, if you have one checking account and one credit card for your business, yeah. you would think, oh, well, I have one for personal, one for business. It's going to be twice the work. It's really not because when you're separating it, you're eliminating the need to take the time and go line by line by line. Like if you have a, if you have two different, um, you know, uh, if one business, one personal, everything in here is business. Everything in here is personal. You don't have to go and do the, you know, do the, um, the line breakouts and say, okay, what was this? What was that? What was the other thing? And you're less likely to take something that doesn't belong in the business. And you're also less likely to forget something that should be in the business, but you left on the personal side. Yeah. So by having everything in one account, it's all simple because, hey, guess what? The only thing that's in here is business stuff.
0: Okay, hopefully Eric's tips in this episode will help you get your blogging business set up right, right from the start, or help you fix some mistakes going forward. Be sure to join me next time when we'll be talking about how to use keywords to rank your content on search engines. See you then.